What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're rocking with Lyles Movie Files. Today, we're going back on figure files. Mattel revealed a slew of product over this past Friday and a little bit over the weekend. We got some very cool things that I'm excited about, some head-scratching reveals, and some downright wacky things that, in most cases, I'm going to be getting. So I'm looking forward to breaking down all this stuff with you. First up with the basic series, there's a line I don't really care that much about because I need my figures to pose so I could do some stuff with figure photography. These jokers are basic now. They've lost so much articulation that I can't do anything. And in the case of the championship showdown Ric Flair figure, I couldn't even get the joker to stand up without using the included stand. So moving along, this year we got the Rhea Ripley and Charlotte version of their match at WrestleMania. And this features Rhea in her blue and white outfit that's very contrary to her typical all-black leather ensemble. Charlotte's in one of her purple lavender kind of outfits. It's a good set. I'm sure this one will look good just because they try and they've already tried to mix up a few Rhea head sculpts. And they've done a really good job with the Charlotte head sculpts. So if you're into these two... This is a few that just won't die. We're seeing a lot of this even right now in today's WWE. So you can get this set and add it. And at least this has a very unique looking Rhea Ripley. Next up we've got Drew McIntyre and Goldberg from the same WrestleMania. Goldberg's wearing his like MMA tights or shorts. So it's not his typical wrestling look. This match was very spam spam finisher heavy. I think it was like five minutes, but you know, you can reenact all the spears and the big boots that you want to your heart's content. Then they've also got the tag team set up in this as well. So we've got Street Profits and their blue attire. That's a cool look. Hopefully we'll get that in the Elite set because I'm a big fan of Street Profits. And they're all bringing of the smoke. The highlight and probably the one I am going to look at for potential head sculpts is the SummerSlam 97 pack of Bret Hart versus The Undertaker. Now this is, and I think I've been clamoring, begging for 1997-98 Undertaker for a long time for Mattel. And this is the first one that we're getting uh, over the course of the next year with Undertaker from his match where he's defending the title against Bret with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. So, so far we don't have Shawn in his oh-so-tight small shorts, which I'm fine at having in my collection. But uh, this Undertaker possibly features the best 97-era head sculpt, so I'm very much looking forward to that. And seeing what Mattel does with this Bret head sculpt, because we've seen another figure that does not have the best Bret Hitman heart head sculpt. More on that in a second. So they showed the last series of their masters of the universe line and this one is stone cold steve austin as trap jaw so it's got the metal mouth and the hook arm it's kind of a weird one for stone cold because i mean i would just kind of just always do him as a member of the snake men like that just fits in with his motif so much more than trap jaw which seems such a random arbitrary choice for him We've got another repaint of Rey Mysterio as Stratos. That one just makes too much sense. I mean, Rey even, you know, did that look at WrestleMania. So, of course, that, that works. And the final one is China as She-Ra. Also an interesting choice because I don't, you know, 
one thing, you know, China was never blonde. It's just an odd choice, but it looks cool. And they pull off the purple um, highlighted section way better than the WrestleMania China that we got. Because this one actually has some pop. It has a little sparkle to it. So it's like, yeah, that's what you should have done with the Elite figure. Like I said, that was the last series of their Masters of the Universe line. They're now going to transition into a WWF, WWF, WWE Superstars line, which is very reminiscent of the old AWA Remco figures. This is wild to me because way back in the day, I used to have a few of these, and you know, I didn't even really know about the AWA outside of when I started watching on ESPN, and most of the figures at that time were long gone from the promotion. But the line featured Freebirds, the Fabulous Ones, Larry Zabisco, Kurt Henning, a few other guys, the Road Warriors, and Jimmy Garvin. Now all of them had like this basic body and the only difference was the head sculpt and the paint job. But they were pretty decent figures for their time and you could do more with them than you could the LJN figures. So they had that in their favor. So they're starting this line off and we're getting Honky Tonk Man, Hollywood Hogan, Ric Flair, and he's got a robe, he's got sunglasses, and a mic. Hunky Tonk Man has his guitar, and it looks like his outfit, his cloth, you know, his ring gear is removable, because we see a picture in package of Hunky Tonk Man without it, so I'm assuming that this is removable and not just a chase variant. Hollywood Hogan comes with the NWO spray-painted belt, uh, his bandana, sunglasses, and a tearaway NWO shirt and weight belt. The final figure of this wave is kind of weird because it's not a legend, not a flashback, but it's Bray Wyatt, not as a fiend, but from just a random skit on his Firefly's Funhouse when he was decked out as the Mad Hatter when he was hanging out with Alexa Bliss. Very weird choice because I figured that they may as well have just gone with another 80s legend and that, that wave would have sold out. I figure when we go to Walmart, which is the home of this WWE Superstars line, Bray Wyatt's going to be the one we see hanging on the shelves for a very, very long time. We're just going to move on to another Walmart exclusive since we're already on there. We've seen the rock figure from this WWE Hollywood line, and I was so disappointed with it because it was rock, as he was playing Hobbs and Hobbs and Shaw from the Fast and Furious universe. And instead of having like the black shirt with the shield vest on there, you know, cause that kind of pulls off the Hobbs look, they give him the sarong and the khaki pants and boots from the final scene of Hobbs and Shaw, where he doesn't have that on for very long before he goes into full you know, military attack when he and Hawk, when he and Shaw are fighting Idris Elba's Black Superman character. So it's just a weird look, and the head sculpt is smiling Hobbs, which is something he almost never did in the whole series. And it's just such a weird choice for a Hobbs look, because I'm I would have probably bought a Hobbs figure from them if he looked like a normal Hobbs, but this is such a weird variant choice to use for him that I. Definitely not getting this one. Uh, next up is John Cena, also from the Fast and Furious universe, as Jacob Toretta from F9. This one's also weird because it's just a basic blue shirt, 
black tights or black pants attire and kind of a sterner John Cena head sculpt. It doesn't feel like this line had a whole lot of work and effort into it. Like it was a, oh, here's some guys we could do from their appearances in movies. What is the easiest budget-friendly way to do it? Great, let's do that. And it, it doesn't really feel like they're as screen accurate or as definitively screen accurate as they could be. So Cena is also a disappointment. Roddy Piper is better. He is John Nada and his role in They Live. This is one of those denim wash jeans. So it actually has some paint job to it. He's got a flannel shirt, you know, just like the movie. And he's got sunglasses. I almost think that this head sculpt was the one that they designed this newer one for instead of the Legends 12 version, which just seems old doesn't quite look right like the head sculpt on this seems more like John when he's got his sunglasses on and he's seen wait a second these people aren't who they are who they're supposed to be and he's got this puzzled inquisitive look which is more in keeping with the movie than it is for anything that, John, that Roddy Piper did during that 91 92 era so maybe that was the case on this one but this the John figure is much better than any other figure from that series and the flannel shirt looks good. Underneath, it's basically a Dean Ambrose figure. So we've seen this mold, that articulation style before. But it's a good one for something like this. So one out of three isn't awful. But I feel like there are better choices they could have used for this first line. You know, this first series to kick off. Get people excited about this whole new setup. We also got a look at Wave 2. This one features a more interesting take on The Rock. It's him as the Scorpion King from The Mummy and the solo film, The Scorpion King. I've got a Scorpion King design head sculpt. He's got some tassels, some gauntlets. They actually put work in this. And it's weird because I feel like this is the version they should have put out first to show, hey, this is what we could do with a WWE Hollywood line. Showing Rock, you know, as a Scorpion King, different head sculpt. I mean, there's work in this one. So it's not a case of, uh, what you guys do? And if you want an old school figure version of Rock or maybe some other black athlete who is painted super dark skin for some odd reason, this is a pretty good base torso for you and arms because most of this you can just take right off. So maybe I'll use that if they ever get around to doing a Too Cold Scorpio and just forget what skin tone he is. The other figure from this setup is Roman Reigns, also from Hobbs and Shaw. It's a weird choice. It's smiling Roman Reigns, which is odd, especially because right now he's a snarling head of the table. So he's got a necklace. He's got a sarong as well. He's got some shorts. It's a interesting choice for Roman. I feel like there are other universal WWE movies that they could have gone with. Maybe this is an opportunity to do John Cena from the Marine. Maybe the Miz from the Marine. It's just a weird choice. Finally, for this, we have Andre the Giant, and his role is Bigfoot from the Six Million Dollar Man TV show episode. Not the Princess Bride version of Fezzik, which I think a lot of people were hoping for. No Hulk Hogan from Rip It, Rocky Three, or anything else. No Thunderlips. Uh, there's no Mr. T from Rocky Three. It's Clubber Lang. I don't know if the licensing would have worked, or they just could have just had Mr. T in a boxing gear. Because, you know, we've, we've, I guess they've done that with WrestleMania too. But 
you know what I mean. Bigfoot's an interesting character. It looks like this is where all the budget went for probably the two <laughs> waves. It looks to be a furry, completely furry outfit and head sculpt totally unrecognizable as Andre the Giant. So if you ever wanted a six inch scale Bigfoot to add to your collection, I guess he'll clock in maybe up to six five. Uh, there you go. So I think maybe he'll sell just to people who want a generic big monster kind of character to pair up with their six inch scale figures or smaller. But I don't know what the appeal is for everybody, you know, for WWE fans on this. It's a very confusing, very puzzling line with this WWE series. I think maybe I was hoping we could have gotten a Zeus from No Holds Barred slash 1989's big Hogan rival so I could get another member of that Survivor Series team, complete the main event of SummerSlam 89 with Savage as Macho King and Brutus Beefcake and Hogan taking those on taking on those guys. Odd choice. Um, I hope at some point we do get a Zeus though because he seems like the kind of guy that would have been super fitted for this line. So then we've got this newer deal with the WWE Retro line. They killed it, so Walmart didn't want it basically. And Mattel figured out a new way to get it out to fans because there were still a lot of people who wanted more retro figures and wanted to add on to their Hasbro style figures from back in the day. Uh, we saw Roddy Piper, Cowboy Bob Orton, Mr. T, and Mean Gene Okerlund. The set's pretty cool. It's a bundle, so you can get it all in one box. Everybody's still individually carded, but you can get all four of them in one shot. Like I figure most people would anyway. Only weird thing is the Bob Orton has his cast on the right arm as opposed to his left arm, which is weird. I mean, it's painted, but it's still like, that seems like an odd thing to mess up on. And that, he didn't have an, his only accessory is his hat. I assume that comes off. Uh, Piper has a removable skirt. Mean Gene has a mic that you can take in and out of his hand. And Mr. T also doesn't have any accessories. I do think he probably should have had some gold chains or something just so he could have the signature Mr. T look, even from his wrestling time period. But nothing there. So, interesting choice. Um, but I think fans of that series will really love getting all four of those guys in one shot. Now we get to move on to the line that always has my main attention until the Ultimate Edition line. But first, let's talk about the Elite. So we get to see WWE Elite 88. That series is Trish Stratus. Uh, she is in black and pink as the default, and then she's got Canadian colors, red and white, as her chase version. We got Matt Riddle, which looks to have figured out the issue with Matt Riddle's parts, because his first figure is just... He has so many issues with the, the choices with the body they use for him. With that Batista torso, the arms being too small, and just the complete inability to do much of Riddle's signature moves. I may get this, even though I like the colors on the original one more. Uh, this one's like an orange and black. The original was white. If he can pull off more moves, and it's just the torso is better. Because, jeez, that first one was a mess. Uh, he's also got a hat and a cloth t-shirt. And his flip-flops, of course. It does not, it's not as cool as the original one that had his ring jacket and headband. But this is also fitting for a Matt Riddle figure. 
Uh, we also get Rey Mysterio, and he is in his Stratos colors. Um, so that's cool. He's got his eye patch from when Seth Rollins gouged out his eye. He doesn't have a cloth shirt, but he does have that slip over shirt that is pretty much the basis for any Rey Mysterio figure at this point. That was cool. I have not gotten a modern Ray in a very long time, so I will probably pick this figure up just to have like a here's what Ray looked like in the 20 teens kind of version. Um, let's see. Then we also get Kushida. I'm very excited about getting him. He's basically in his time splitters, Back to the Future gear. He's got the orange vest, the big goggles, and a couple of swappable hands. Like this figure a lot. Big fan of Kushida from his time in New Japan, teaming up with Alex Shelley. Taking on Bullet Club back in his early days with Prince Devitt and the boys. So definitely looking forward to adding this one to my small New Japan display. We've got an MVP modern version. He's got chains and he's got alternate hands, which is kind of funny because I just feel like MVP always gets robbed and cheated out of anything interesting in terms of elite accessories. His very first one had two chains and a headband. No additional hands, but I mean, it's like, gosh, we haven't done anything different with MVP in 86 series. That's weird. Also got Roman Reigns more in his head of the table style. So he's got a snarling head expression a gold gauntlet on his right arm, swappable hands, and the blue universal title. It is so hard for me to keep up with these random titles and which one is which, but it's got blue, it looks cool, and I'm digging Roman Reigns as a head of the table. So I'll probably get this figure as well, unless they show him as an ultimate edition figure, in which case I will make the change. But there's also a collector's edition figure in this set, and this one is the highly unexpected and ridiculous so ridiculous that I have to get it zodiac figure that's right Brutus Beefcake's incarnation with the dungeon of doom gets a figure and now I'm like oh shoot I really should have gotten that shark figure when it was on discount for 12 bucks at Target I'm sure now it's like super expensive and it's going to be one of those big regrets but I mean we only had Kamala and the sharks it was like well like, you're not going to do a taskmaster if you're not going to do um anybody else we're not going to do the zodiac and what is the point of getting this shark to just stand alone by himself since it's been so long i really hope that mattel will figure out a way to just throw the shark out to people who missed him much earlier when there didn't seem to be any hope of getting other members of the dungeon of doom and i hope this means we're getting closer to getting kevin sullivan in various forms but including the taskmaster look just so we can have the leader of the dungeon of doom unless we want to have Curtis Iakea sitting on a throne as a deluxe figure. Zodiac is one of those collector editions. I'm not sure if he is with Target this time or with Walmart, but he was going to have the fringe um, armbands hanging down. This figure looks cool, and he also gets two different head sculpts. So he's got like the yes, no, yes, no expression and a more stoic face. This is so weird that we're going to get the Dungeon of Doom getting some more members because I guess now we have the giant we have Kamala we have the shark and now Zodiac and we still don't have a complete 1988 version of the four horsemen yes I'm still tripping on this buried one of them that they gave us from 1990 instead of 88 like that box set was teasing hopefully I'll be able to knock that off at some point on my list but Elite 88 is pretty solid and 
just depending on how that Matt Riddle turns out, it may be the first one in a long time where I'm just on board to get every figure from a set. That's really cool and very exciting. Elite 89 features Nia Jax. She's been overdue for a modern figure for a while. I have her very first Elite figure. Not a huge fan of Nia as a wrestler, so I don't know if I really need this, but she does come with one half of the uh, women's tag team titles. This is all white, so it looks really nice. I'm kind of tempted, even though, like I said, I'm not a huge Nia Jax fan, and I kind of think it's cool to have newer versions of characters, because like the first one had like the frizzy kind of Afro buff kind of hairstyle. This one's like a curlier version, which is going to mean her, her articulation is going to be trash. But um, it looks cool. I mean, it looks like her, like how she looks right now. Drew McIntyre gets an update. He comes with his kilt, um, some gauntlets, and his sword. I think this is going to be a cool update on Drew. I, I, when I got my first Elite version of him from the NXT series, kind of like, well, do I really need another Drew McIntyre? Like, how often is he going to change his look? And I think this one's different enough. And I can use that old version to fix up my floppy leg psycho Sid version that I had way back when. And just uh, swap them out because basically it's the same figure, just with uh, a little bit more color on tights. And we also get our first shot of Damien Priest. And he is in not his black leather, which is cool. I think more of his signature look, but we get him in the purple hopefully that purple stays purple and doesn't become magenta or light pink purple when it reaches production but it looks cool the head sculpt looks solid got all his tattoos it comes with a vest and two outstretched hands looks good definitely getting him really enjoyed his time in roh and really grew to become a fan of his work in nxt of course as usual he goes into the abyss when he gets to the main roster but not his fault gonna get him for sure Dominic Mysterio also gets his first elite figure he comes with a kendo stick and his colors are matching with Ray I think just for the symmetry of having father and son in my collection I'm gonna get this one so maybe I'll do a dream match kind of thing we're having him and Ray take on Cowboy Bob Orton and Randy Orton and a father versus son feud be kind of fun the last figure in this set is another crazy wacky unexpected release it is the goon uh he's gonna come with a hockey jersey hockey stick hockey gloves and it's just a they really went all out with this guy i mean he's got the big oversized thick hockey boots it looks great and it's funny because one of my first thoughts was great now that you've got Scott Irwin's side, does this mean we're going to get the Long Rider version of him so we can add a member to our world-class slash UWF display for those of us who have those setups? But I think the figure looks good, and I'm hoping we get to see the alternate long-haired version of the big Scott, uh, the big cowboy, anyway. So, fingers crossed on that one. Moving right along, we've got Elite 90. We're featuring two members of the already defunct Retribution. Got Mia Yim as Reckoning and Mustafa Ali. I assume we'll get T-Bar, Mace, and whoever else is in that faction of five weeks uh, since they started. I do wish, of course, we had an XT version of Mia Yim. 
Hopefully that's still on the record and they're still working out a way to do that because that was such a cooler look than just Black Mask version of her. And that, that gimmick just sucked anyway. So we got her with the head mask and yeah, it's lame. Um, but she does match up with Mustafa Ali. So if you want a complete reckoning for some reason, they've got you covered. There's Randy Orton. Uh, he's got white tights, so that's a change. It also comes with a chair, which is something that's really unique for this WWE line. So maybe that's a time to get an updated Randy Orton. I think the last time I got one, like his current day, he was still fighting with Batista and Triple H against the Shield. So I am probably overdue to get a new Randy Orton from his contemporary modern look. We've also got Bronson Reed making his debut on the line, and this is from the NXT TakeOver when he wore a Bam Bam Bigelow tribute outfit, so he's got the flames on the side, he's got the big crossbow, crossbones. It is a cool looking figure. I'm always down to get NXT guys before they get ruined in the SmackDown or Raw brands, so I'm definitely getting this guy. Um, next up is Jey Uso before his brother comes back, and when he's just hanging with Roman. He's got white tights again, which is kind of like, oh man, I just have a somewhat more modern version of the Usos in white and red. It is cool. I'm looking forward to getting this one because I really like what the Usos and Roman have done since they've kind of come together. The Chase flashback figure on this set is Chief J Strongbow. And if you know, I've been complaining about not having enough of those 70s wrestlers. This is great. I have another guy now to get swallowed up by superstar Billy Graham, get wrapped up in the 23-inch pythons, and can just fight him. So that's cool. There's another guy to fight the Wild Samoans, team up with Bruno, um, team up with sort of not psychotic Bob Backlund. I like this so much. I'm hoping we get a few more of these guys from the 70s and early 80s time period because that's something, you know, these guys are the building blocks of today's WWF and it's cool, or today's WWE, and it's cool to recognize them in figure form. So I'm hoping we also see Pedro Morales, maybe early Tito Santana, short hair, green tights, and you know, all those guys from that time period. So hopefully more coming, but this Jeep Jay Strongbow figure is really nice. Elite 91 features Bianca Belair from her big win in the Royal Rumble where she won. And so it's got her with the comic book print and in the WWE Mattel panel, Bianca actually said she designs her figures, which is cool. I didn't know that. So this one comes with removable earrings, sunglasses, and the WWE Women's Universal title. I have no idea. Like I said, these, these titles are just all over. But she comes with a belt, so that's cool. Looking forward to getting this figure. Just because of the way her tights are designed, I think I'm going to get every version elite figure of Bianca Belair they put out. Just because I think they did such a great job with her likeness. This one features a new head sculpt, but it's still really good. And just the designs on her tires. I mean, it's just like, and they're not going to be the same standard boring, just switch a color out. There's a lot of intricate designs on it. So I'm all for it. Also getting a Hulk Hogan from his SummerSlam 2003 match against Shawn Michaels, where Shawn just decided to show out and just bop and flip around the whole time. It's kind of a goofy match, but if you wanted a, a ruthless aggression era Hogan, they've got you covered finally. So this is something you can knock off the list. 
I really hate the head sculpt. It's still the same smiling one they used way back with the Chase the Hall of Fame figure. It's time for some new Hogan head sculpts because we need some that are more reflective of the different eras of Hollywood and Hulk Hogan. And I just feel like they're sticking with the same few and hoping we're satisfied. I'm not satisfied. I mean, we did have to wait forever to get more Hogan figures. It's enough time to get some new ones. I mean, this is like doing the same head sculpt for a rock and stone cold figure. I mean, it's worth it to make more Hogan head sculpts. Got a returning leg legend in RVD. And this time he's in his Tiger Stripe kind of invasion kind of old school ECW which is great can mix him up with that Legends 11 Bam Bam Bigelow and have him fight and defend and take the TV title very cool he also comes with a chair and two thumbs up um, swappable hands great for him looking forward to grabbing that guy of course now I'm kind of like man I would love to see an ultimate edition version of RVD but that's cool Elite 92 we see a burnt fiend uh, prototype so it's just a grayscale looks to just have swappable hands they did a really nice job with the sculpt he looks terrifying and yeah so we can just have randy orton burn him out of existence in our collection if you were so inclined adam cole gets a solo version adam cole this is post undisputed error so he's in green he has a new head sculpt no weird tongue hanging out for adam cole baby um also comes with a with a steel chair so i like this inclusion of chairs anytime there's a confusion or a what do we do with this guy i'm all in favor of them just throwing in some chairs because you can always use steel chairs for your wrestlers or your crowd cole does come with a chase figure and this is such an odd choice because we've been we've been waiting we've been asking for that camouflage nxt complete the undisputed era Adam Cole and Camo and Mattel decides to make that the chase as opposed to the other way around like they did Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. So this is weird, really confusing decision. I hope it's not too much and not this huge effort to get the Cole to complete the probably last time we'll get an Undisputed Era set from Mattel because I mean I can't imagine we'll get you know we'll probably get a diamond mine Roddy before we get another ue version of them because like they don't make enough box sets to justify putting them in there all red and i just think that's probably gonna be the last ue set so kind of disappointing but it is what it is then there are a few other figures that i'm not quite sure if mattel revealed where they're going to be slotted in terms of the elite series but we saw a chainsaw charlie which is cool because we can team him up with Cactus Jack to fight the New Age Outlaws, go in that Royal Rumble, and just, you know, for his crazy time period with the WWE in the Chainsaw. Uh, looks like a sculpted head instead of a, you know, pantyhose wrap over <laughs> Terry Funk. Um, but sculpt looks good, comes with a chainsaw because why would you not have a chainsaw with this guy? And looking forward to getting him got a carrying cross in his gladiator kilt style attire and Raquel Gonzalez who I hope they can figure out a way to make thicker like along her back and give her arms more definition because she's not a small slender women's wrestler on the roster I mean she needs to look imposing just like Ra just like Rhea Ripley does 
they need to fix the Rhea Ripley's to give her more bulk and hopefully Raquel Gonzalez gets it before her first figure comes out. At some point we're going to see some more um, themed Build-A-Figure waves for Survivor Series, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, etc. At some point next year we're going to get a Dominic Mysterio. Young Dominic when Eddie and Ray were fighting over who was the poppy. It's wacky. It's one of those weird things of like, okay, I'm not excited, not disappointed about it. I don't think I will try to collect this guy unless I just so happen to get all the other figures from that set anyway. But we do see the first Royal Rumble Elite line and for next year. And this also comes with a Build-A-Figure. And we already know who's slider for this one. It is Yokozuna from 1993. Comes with a salt bucket. And he's back to the white and black attire. It looks cool. Got a new head sculpt that seems a little bit more fitting for Yokozuna than any of the other ones we've gotten so far. I already took the head sculpt from the first white and black one and put it onto my red and black Yokozuna. So I'm going to have two whites now, which is weird. I'm probably just going to have to get rid of the other one. Um, but yeah, this figure looks really good. Looking forward to adding this guy to the collection. And that head sculpt looks great. And having the salt bucket. Of course, now, he's making me wonder when we're going to get a Mr. Fuji with his Yokozuna manager robe and, you know, demolition and everything. Um, but, yeah, we got this so he can toss your Macho Man out of the Royal Rumble at the last minute to win. Also, have Big E. He looks really cool. He's got some very colorful outfits or tights, like you'd assume, from a member of the New Day. It looks good. Got Dakota Kai. She looks good. And this is well timed because you can match her up with your Raquel Gonzalez to take on everybody else. This is a little bit older, so it doesn't have the pink hair yet, but it looks good. And finally, we get the Canadian Earthquake. So it's basically Earthquake with the Canadian flag logo at the front of his tights. Now, this is, I know some people are still like, hey, we want a Yokozuna, or not Yokozuna, we want an Earthquake with just the plain blue. No, no nothing, not the natural disaster version, just the straight blue. I assume we're going to get that at some point, but I'm cool with getting Canadian Earthquake too. And this matches up with the Build-A-Figure from the set, who is Jimmy Hart. And he doesn't have matching Earthquake attire with his jacket. It's more of a, hey, this is a Jimmy Hart you can use for anybody. He's got a pink jacket and piano keys. So it's kind of more of an 80s style Jimmy Hart. But, you know, he, he would wear this stuff all the time, so it's not necessarily focused just on the 80s. It looks good. I already have one, but they fixed the jacket to not make it so bulky so he shouldn't look as big as Bobby Heenan or anybody, which was my main gripe with the other one. Hopefully they can figure out a way to make him even smaller just so he can get that really small Weasley look going because that was part of the thing with Jimmy Hart. Um, they showed us one figure of the WrestleMania line, AJ Styles. And we already know the builder figure is Tuxedo Vince McMahon. He is probably going to be eight feet tall and more ripped than any other figure that's ever worn a tuxedo in this line. Just because every Vince McMahon figure is like towering over everybody else or more ripped and just it's goofy. I'm sure this is part of Vince's thing. But I really hope they fix that head sculpt because it was not the best head sculpt for Vince for that time period. It kind of looked like them if you squinted, but I'd rather not squint when I look at my when I look at my figures, especially my builder figure ones. Finally, on this end, we get the Survivor Series Elite, 
and there was no builder figure so I guess this this program starts with the Royal Rumble set with Jimmy Hart but for this one we get Bailey in her modern look with her tiara um, she also comes with her title universal women's whichever all blue to show that she's loyal and a member of the Smackdown brand definitely getting this one I needed an updated Bailey and she has double jointed knees which is an improvement over most of the wrestlers the women wrestlers and she'll be able to do more stuff I'm still hoping we get an ultimate edition Bailey and Sasha Banks soon because uh, those are the four horse women those are the real pillars of this women's division and yeah she's she's well deserving of getting one she comes with a jacket as well as swappable fist and a title and a tiara so she's got a lot of good stuff looking forward to adding her to the collection Brett Hitman Hart from his mash against Stone Cold Steve Austin the Survivor Series 96 gets included in this line as well that means he has more orange flames more orange more salmon pink uh, flame and fire designs on it I like this outfit it's very unique it's a different look for the hitman only thing I don't like about it is that head sculpt it is not good and I don't know what this puzzle is with getting the best Brett the hitman heart like likeness but this one really doesn't look good even with the sunglasses it's just can't get it it comes with a chair like I said I am all about these steel chairs this one's pink to kind of catch the look of the Madison Square Garden match and setup I'm down for different colored chairs so that's good um, so yeah really like everything except for the head sculpt and that holds true as well with the Hulk Hogan figure from and he's got his Hulk rules rippable t-shirt he's got double jointed pinless arms and double jointed knees um, you know, as usual and his knee pads aren't that restrictive kind so you can actually do stuff with them he's got that goofy um, no holes barred head sculpt which just doesn't look right it, it's a bad head sculpt he just looks confused or like he's been out too long in the sun or something he just I don't like it hopefully they'll fit up a new Hogan head sculpt that they can just start incorporating and I'll swap this out because in every other sense of it it's a great Hogan figure you've got the dark tan so you don't have to like imagine Hogan being darker you actually get it with this figure which is cool uh, let's see and the final figure in the set is Keith Lee he is from his his uh Survivor Series matchup where it was Team NXT versus Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. So he's clean shaven this time. And he just has his interest vest and swappable hands. And the outfit looks cool. I think this would have been a case if they had made a builder figure. I would have bought Keith Lee just because I like Keith Lee enough and I would have been happy to complete it getting this alternate version of him. But I really like the one I have, so no need to get this one. We get the ringside exclusive figure. This is Tommaso Ciampa. He's $30, and I just feel like that's not worth it for Tommaso Ciampa. Even though he is, he was really cool during his run as NXT champ. This is basically from when he returns, only to get squashed and killed by Karrion Cross. And this is before he starts teaming up with uh, Toothless Timmy. So it's okay, but it's not necessarily the biggest era of Ciampa's career in NXT so it's a weird choice especially at exclusive $30 pricing we get to see Legends 13 as well this is Triple H 
Uh, he's got the green and black attire, which is a very big attire for him when he was rolling with DX after they kicked Shawn Michaels out. Wink, wink. And he took over as leader. This is part of that WCW invasion look, so he's also going to have the t-shirt and camo pants. And I assume the helmet. He does have the bullhorn to lead the charge to let his people go. Which, which, as you remember, changed the face of wrestling history forever. We'll get a Cowboy Bob Orton. This one also has boxing gloves, so you can do that Saturday night main event matchup with him versus Mr. T, which is a nice touch. He also has a removable cast, which is also a nice touch. I think it's worth the upgrade for me on that one. We get a Hurricane. I missed out on that the first go-round, so I'm happy to get another shot at him. And the final figure in this wave is Jake the Snake, and he is heel, evil, fighting macho man. Uh, he's got the black glove, and he's got a cobra. And this is, I'm pretty sure, from that match where the cobra bit uh, Jake after the Tuesday Night in Texas matchup with Macho Man. So that's a really good one. Nice addition to the Legends and to the Ultimate Warrior Macho Man size collection of Jake the Snake figures. The chase is Jake the Snake Roberts, and this is from when he traveled and ventured over to WCW and fought Sting in the Spin the Wheel Make a Deal match. That's a cool twist. Uh, nice inclusion. I think this is basically the only real WCW figure reveal we get. So it's a disappointment that it's just Jake the Snake, but it's also a cool figure, and I will definitely get it just for that. I'm almost done with all these reveals. The Ultimate Edition line has proven to be a real big success for Mattel, and they are expanding to have an Ultimate Edition Legends. The first figure in that set is Batista in his white and red attire. I am a huge fan of this era of Batista. Right after he split from Evolution, destroyed Triple H and rematches after he won the world title WrestleMania, and just really carried that SmackDown brand for a long time as, as the guy while Cena moved over to Raw and did his thing there. Um, so I'm happy to get Batista in this white. This is my favorite look for him. I just like the contrast with the white and red. Definitely my favorite attire for Batista. Happy to get it. This figure comes with two different head sculpts, a smirking one and a yelling eyes closed So when he's putting them down for the Batista bomb in addition to the neutral head sculpt. It's got a cloth t-shirt that says the animal and two contracts, one raw and one smackdown. So you can do that epic shot of him deciding if he's going to face JBL or his evolution teammate Triple H. So that's a really cool touch. And he comes with the world title. So if you need a spoiler on that, he does go on to beat Triple H for the title. It is really cool. I am looking forward to getting this figure for sure. One of my favorite reveals of the whole set. It's been rumored for a minute, but we did finally see the Kane and Undertaker. Uh, Kane, they needed some way to figure out how to make him an Ultimate Edition version. And I think they did a pretty decent job of deciphering that code. Apparently, Kane walked around in a cape for a few seconds. I don't remember that. I'm going to have to go back through my archives just to see that look. But I never saw Kane with a cape. But they included a cloth one for him. And he has two head sculpts. One is the head down or the hair down and the other is the hair back and that's kind of more like the old original style of Kane when he was just coming over there and his hair hadn't grown super long and he wore it more with most of the hair swept back I like that it's just a really small niche thing that you know 
crazy Kane fanatics from people who really liked the original take on Kane, like me. Um, we'll appreciate it. He also comes with the voice box so he can talk like this to Austin. I think my favorite Kane memory, of course, is that Raw when he said, um, you're going to be bathed in blood and he drops the blood on him. It's just like amazing. He also comes with the world title. And now I'm going to have to figure out a way to get rid of my Elite 12 Kane because I'm not going to need him after this figure comes onto the shelf. I said we finally get the 97, 98 version of Undertaker. And we basically do... Only downside is Mattel decided to throw in two extra heads that don't fit that time period. They're both more of these modern head sculpts for the Undertaker. And I'm not a huge fan of either one of these alternate ones. The original one's okay. Like I said, I think that championship showdown Hitman versus Undertaker set is probably going to have a better, more accurate era for Undertaker for this one. So... Just like Giant and Flair, I'm going to probably end up getting that, that pack just so I can improve a figure that already has three head sculpts, but none of them are really great. He also comes with the cloak that he wore at WrestleMania 14, so that's a nice addition, and two other um, swappable handsets. And they showed us, because it had kind of started to go a little Legends heavy with this line, so they're attempting to get back with some modern figures. Uh, we get an Ultimate Edition Alexa Bliss preview. And this looks like from the time period when she's super influenced or hanging out with Bray Wyatt. And we've got the smiling, snarly head sculpt and the also demented look. I think this is cool. I'm really enjoying Alexa Bliss's wacky persona right now. And since I have more of the Harley Quinn cheerleader style, this would be a nice upgrade for me. And addition, with that Ultimate Edition articulation I can do a lot more posing and having her pull off more of her moves very excited about that uh, we're also getting those fan takeover ultimates Undertaker or Undertaker Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 6 won that so we get the yellow intercontinental title along with the world title in black that Hogan lost to the warrior so his fringes are cloth which is great so we don't have that normal thing uh, not cloth there they're sculpted, but they don't look the way like we normally get them with Ultimate Warrior. So that's cool. He gets a swappable set of hands and all the paint gone from Ultimate Warrior. The only thing with this is I wish they had that wilder, crazy lion mane hairstyle that Ultimate Warrior had at this period. Because it was kind of like the Warrior's getting demented and he's losing his mind when he's fighting Hogan. And he's not caring about his hair maintenance. And I like that style, and I don't think we've ever gotten that look from a WrestleMania 6 figure. We've seen several already from Mattel, so maybe there's still time to fix that, hopefully, because, yeah, that would be a good thing. And the last thing, because this has been super long, even longer than I anticipated, just focusing on WWE figures. Uh, we, we got their crowdfunding project, the New Generation Arena, which I don't think I talked about the last figure files, but this set is pretty cool. It's got the ring, uh, it's got the blue steps, and it's got the neon new generation entrance, which is the real selling point of this set in terms of just like the accessories. It also comes with ring skirts that you can unlock with the third tier. There is a WrestleMania and an In Your House ring skirt. I am a huge fan of these ring skirts, and I just wish they would make them available at all times that's something they could also include with figures that they don't have anything else with 
I don't understand why don't we don't get those with the theme sets because you know just one skirt for each one if you didn't want to do a build a figure that way you could add them to your ring but we're going to get those if we unlock the third tier of course the first tier just the default one has diesel and he's got it's an ultimate edition diesel got two head sculpts got the vest and got swappable set of hands that figure's cool um I'm definitely glad to get an Ultimate Edition Diesel because, you know, Diesel has enough looks that I don't have to replace my elite versions of him just because I have a better, more articulated version. So that's a really cool figure. The second tier, though, the one I held out deliberately and not mentioning earlier, is Heel Doink. And this figure looks incredible. I mean, it just has the whole, I'm so mad at the world, I'm an evil clown look. And it has the three different hair sculpts that you can plug in. Um, I think two of these head sculpts are original. Because we also have the head sculpt expression. And then we also have a smiling, but not really smiling, like evil smile version of Doink, which I think has been used before. Anyway. This figure looks good. It's got a cloth jacket, which we didn't get before, and an all-new body type, which is something these Ultimate Edition figures need. This one doesn't have the gap between upper torso and lower torso, which is a problem aesthetically with the line. So that solves a problem and hopefully sets up Mattel to be able to do other figures smoother like this in the future. Comes with a mallet and two additional sets of hands. Now I'm I was when I heard about this project I said I broke down the price two fifty it's a bit expensive but when you look at the rings now they're about one ten so you've got that price and then you've got two ultimate edition figures that that takes you down to sixty I mean that runs you up to sixty so that's already one seventy for the two figures and the ring itself gotta figure that neon sign probably about forty fifty dollars and then you get the ring aprons which you know since they don't make them and you if you wanted them you'd have to go to customizers running about twenty dollars anyway so the price isn't too bad but the only thing with this crowdfunded project that we we don't see with the hasbro ones you had to fund it right away so like if you 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 pay for it you put in your 250 you're not holding that 250 like you would for a sideshow hot toys figure or a mafex figure or the haslab rancor or galactus that sucker's coming out of your account right away and i think that's slowing down these pre-orders because people are like yo i don't have this 250 that i want to just throw away to you guys until i get this ring next september and you know i think that they'll meet their original goal i think it was really smart to have doink as a second tier because you know the ring skirts are a nice addition but i don't think we're gonna get those fifteen thousand they want to get that and i really think if they had changed the model of when they take the money out that would have worked out a lot better for people because you know next year sure you know next august next september you when the product is ready to ship you send it to me I don't like that long form payment where you've already paid for it and they can just do whatever the heck they want and then well yeah it didn't didn't come through and then here's your money back and two four weeks later 
not a fan of it not sure if I'm going to get it as a result but we'll see I mean I really do like all the different parts of this set I just don't like the payment process so we'll see all right well that was way longer than I anticipated but there was so much stuff from Mattel's WWE offerings that I just had to talk about all of it I didn't even mention the legends pre-orders on target they're still kind of popping in and out as I speak now so we'll see if they're actually all there and live so you can get them later but for now that's it on this episode I'm going to come back soon later on this week to talk about all of the other reveals from all the other companies maybe even I'll get that out before for Hasbro's Marvel Legends panel on this Wednesday all right so for now thank you for listening this episode of Lost Movie Files has been filed